0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Association Leadership Radio. Now, here's your host.
1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Association Leadership Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Dustin Whistler with Forte Commercial Real Estate. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Thank you, Lee.
1: Uh, well, tell us about your firm. How are you serving folks?
0: So we're Forte Commercial Real Estate is an occupier-driven and sector-focused commercial real estate firm based in Denver. We represent businesses that occupy real estate, and usually that's office space or industrial space or both. Simply put, we're a tenant rep firm. But we focus deeply in certain sectors in which we have a unique story or more to offer. And a passion, I guess, and those sectors are manufacturing, outdoor and apparel, advanced industries like bioscience or clean tech, community real estate, which we think of as non-profit sector, creative sector, social enterprise, and then we recently launched the architecture and engineering and construction practice, and then we do a lot of work with private equity as well, and then the service offering is really. Lease acquisition or renewal or sublease, or we do a bunch of project management. And in our community real estate practice, we do capital campaigns and nonprofit center services.
1: So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this line of work?
0: I originally, I guess I started working this in '96. I guess in late 95, 95, I was working in cell um, site acquisitions and th- those are small micro transactions. And I was getting permits uh, to do, to install these antennas when it was first, when we first started out being a uh, cell site coverage like we do today. And by the end of the year, I realized I just really liked the transaction side a lot better and decided to move into commercial real estate. Now, and in 2008, we launched the firm with the idea that we would just start a, fo- a firm focus on the user.
1: And did you have a niche then or was that something that just evolved over time?
0: Yeah, our I guess our niche, I guess what makes us unique is our original niche was manufacturing, life, life sciences and outdoor and apparel. And so the, the theme there is those are all companies that have typically hard to do transactions. So what we do is then those companies need more than most brokers you know, can or will provide. And so what, what I guess our niche is, is we built a, we built solutions to specifically support them. And that's particularly true in one of our newer, not, not new, I guess now, nine years or eight years, our community real estate practice really true that the, can you, real estate could be really hard to do.
1: So when you were building out the firm, you had this vision and you were handling transactions that were more complex or required more. Was it difficult for you to build a team that was kind of on the same page from a value standpoint?
0: Um, I don't think originally we were really focused on values, but as we... Um, as we grew so the early days it was very um sort of there would be external partners that we would engage and we um were working with companies we enjoyed and or that were profitable and i think uh, where that changed is in 2000 i guess that's 15 we started thinking about what was working well what wasn't working well and what was working well was board work and like work in our bioscience practice. And what I realized is that's a very, both of those are very mission driven organizations and um, our mission driven deals. So the, so your board work, you're trying to achieve a mission and bioscience, their focus is on saving lives and improving lives. And so we realized that we just wanted more of that in our sort of company DNA. And so I started asking uh, people we knew in the community whether we should start a nonprofit practice. And that was in January. By June, we had to hire someone just working work in that practice area. And so, so back to culture, where, where that starts to shift is right at that moment. And, um, you know, it's evolved to a point where we kind of think of ourselves as a very mission-driven firm. So whether you're Manufacturing 5G towers, or you're trying to build a nonprofit center to serve the well-being of the people of Colorado. Our client's mission is our mission. It shapes that that sort of mission-driven um, idea. It really shapes how we serve our clients, their success, and how we serve in our community.
1: So when you kind of flip that switch. Did you was that something that you were like wow now that we've kind of made that mental shift I mean it probably didn't change many behaviors but now mentally you're saying this out loud and you're talking about it did that impact anything or did you notice anything like hey we're getting better people or people seem more engaged or, or did you was there any kind of clues that this that you were on to something here
0: um, yes, several. Uh, one is that that business that we pursue and uh, that we want to do in the nonprofit community or in a community real estate practice that comes in so readily. Um, and what we find is that we're, we, we do a bunch of work in those other sectors, but it's, um, it is not nearly as easy as in the nonprofit practice. And so I think part of it is that, We understand the nonprofit community because we're members of those boards and committees and we understand how nonprofits work and what they need. And uh, it shifted who is attracted to our firm. I think the people that we get here are coming here because of that mission focus. And, um, And then I think we've just become known for a bunch of that work we do.
1: Now, um, how does it work kind of practically now? Now that um, you have employees going out in the world, is that something when you're onboarding an employee, There's, you tell them there's like a level of expectations that you're expecting them to kind of lean into their community and give back and get immersed in the nonprofits and the business associations and really, um, you know, kind of walk the walk and not just join, you know, pay money and be a member and just say, look, I'm a member and then I'm done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So with, I, I, I might answer this in a couple of ways. So one, one thing is that a lot of our peers, and this isn't true, you know, uniformly true, but a lot of our peers might think it's good enough to sort of raise money once a year and ask clients for money and then give it to a cause. And that gathers gathers a community sometimes but it's not as deep of a commitment to the community. And so we view that as part of our culture and part of our expectations. So when we're interviewing people, usually they've come to us because of uh, that. We're a little different than the rest of the uh, commercial real estate world and our mission focus. But then, yeah, we really expect, we were pretty declarative that, that we expect our, everybody that's in our firm um, that they're, tangibly engaged in the community. Um, I'm chair of the board of Colorado business community for the arts. And so we put, I think we put through six or seven different, uh, folks in our firm through the leadership arts program, which is basically board training. And so, yeah, it's shifted. Uh, I think what the other piece of, what I would say is that, um, we, so, I guess two follow-ons to that one is, um, we think an organization's value should show up in the way it does business, not what it says. And part of that is investing your time, treasure, talents, and connections for the work you do. And um, and that that really shows up when you're, especially if you have a community real estate pra- practice that where you know what's going on in the broader community. So you're really a value to those boards or associations you're on the board of. And then the other one is just that that expectation. Um, what it what it does in my mind is um, when you are uh, serving on a board, being responsible for the health of that organization, it changes your posture and your business and in your life. I think it's really about stewardship, right? Um, if you're if you're the you're the steward of the board you serve on, or the cause of the committee you're serving on or the association, and that shifts how you treat your clients in more of a stewardship model, and it just feels good, ultimately.
1: Now, when you're talking to a young person about this, is this something that they're like, wow, you know, I didn't think of business in this manner, you know, I thought I was getting a job, and I just show up and do my work, and I go home, but this is asking them to really, you know, think of the community, not just the business or their job,
0: yeah, uh, I think the young uh, younger folks uh, like it. I mean, I think they prefer to work for a company that has a broader purpose than just um, making money. Um, and there are nothing we don't we like we like making money, and we think that's valuable. But we also believe in sort of this um, virtuous cycle about giving back to the communities you're working in.
1: Now, is there a story you can share about maybe one of your employees that um, kind of got involved in one of these groups and helped take them to a new level or because of the connections or the resources that they had?
0: No, I don't know that I have a specific story. I I mean, um, I I guess I could talk about a project we worked on where where I feel like um, our involvement was um, in our practice was community building.
1: Yeah, that'd uh, be great. Yeah. uh, Just something where you can kind of draw a line to this effort into the kind of helping the greater good here.
0: Yep. So some ways we think of ourselves as a chief enablement officer. So if you have some crazy idea or that's good for the community or you have desire to grow your footprint and, and grow your company. Uh, we're the we're the ones that uh, you have the vision. We have the infrastructure to make it happen. So one example of that work would be Colorado's health capital. Um, the CEO of Healthier Colorado had the vision to create a nonprofit center focused on the well-being of people of Colorado. And our client, their client, Jake Williams, CEO at Healthier Colorado, had that vision and. Uh, we got to know each other through connections in the community. Um, and what, uh, what the result is, is that we ended up building a 26,000 square foot nonprofit center with 40 nonprofits um, in the building. And what was true on the front end is that Jake said, hey, here's 13 folks that we know that are interested. And we said, well, we have a database of, I think, around 200 organizations that we think would have some appetite for this and so um and back to sort of that your mission is our mission at times i think jake would say hey we should just go grab this tenant because they're it would gobble up a lot of space but when we think about are they uh on mission or not the answer was no sometimes and we would skip it and and then we just worked hard enough that Within, um, I guess we're now a year and a half in, it's 97% least. And so, uh, who we knew in the community um, uh, via boards we served on or via other work we do really uh, helped that nonprofit center be successful.
1: Right. Without you, it would have been impossible.
0: I just don't think there's anybody else that does what we do. So, yeah, it would have been a lot harder. And, and, um, yeah, without 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 all the infrastructure, without the commitment in the community, yeah, it's not possible.
1: So then, uh, you mentioned some of the industries you serve and some of the work that you do. Um, is there an ideal client or is it something that if they're within those industries, then you, you know, they should talk to you or is it, you know, would you like them also? Obviously, I would imagine the, to share similar values or if they have similar values and maybe aren't in those niches that you serve that maybe they would work out as well. Like who is that kind of perfect fit client for you?
0: Yeah, um, you know what, we, we do business across all sectors, to be honest, And uh, but the perfect fit client is someone that is doing good in the world, whether that's innovating uh, in the medical device world, or they're doing something in the community, or um, we, we love geeking out on manufacturing projects. And so, I, I feel like a lot of those, uh, what I'd say about those sectors that we're focused on is we're um, not entirely agnostic, but pretty close to the size and who they are. We love doing bigger deals, obviously, but if it's, uh, if it's a nonprofit in our community and it's a small nonprofit in our community, we're going to find a way to help them out.
1: So if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, what is the website? What's the coordinates?
0: Our website is ForteCRE.com.
1: And that's uh, F-O-R-T-E-C-R-E.com? That's right. And then they can go there. They can learn more mission purpose and and, um, some of the work that you've done in the past and how to get a hold of you.
0: Yep. And they can find us on social media, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Facebook, or pretty easy to find
1: now is your work primarily in the metro denver and colorado area
0: uh we work probably the the deepest along the front range in colorado but we work nationally as well we're part of a larger national network and um you know year to year our business is probably 25 to 35 percent outside the state um and the rest within colorado
1: well, congratulations on all the success! Uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Thanks for what you're doing. Uh, hopefully, you're motivating a lot more people to get involved.
1: Yeah, that is what we're trying to do every day: is to teach people, you know, how to get the most out of um, you know th- this type of association work and leadership, and getting involved in all aspects of it, not just running them, but also the you know, they couldn't survive without people like you who are really encouraging their people to get involved and to lean into the work in their community.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, thanks for what you do. Thanks for having me on.
1: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Association Leadership Radio.